To know is to do. This is the unspoken assumption behind much of what is written and discussed about behavior change. If we know the risks, know the opportunities, and have ideas about what to do, we'll make the change happen, right? But this actually isn't true, at least not in its entirety. Today on Sensemaking, we're going to look at the bedrock of behavior change and innovation, and that's the role of knowledge. So put the coffee on, set the teapot to boil, and let's pull up a chair, take a break, and let's talk about what knowledge means for innovation and change. I'm Dr. Cameron Norman, and for 25 years I've studied, practiced, and supported people in change-making and innovation as a psychologist, a designer, consultant, and educator, as well as a big coffee and tea lover. The Sensemaking Innovation Podcast is a chance for us to share a virtual coffee break together and talk about topics that matter to you and the problems of change and innovation that you're looking to solve in your work, your business, and your life. To innovate is to knowledge and create something new with it. And certainly that's one of the things we often talk about when we think about innovation is, is how do we take some new idea and turn it into something of value. But what are we talking about when we really think about this idea of knowledge? Knowledge is really the foundation for change. We rarely ever change without some sense that there might be a need to make a shift and without learning something new that prompts us to rethink what it is we already know and what we do. But the thing is, is that knowledge has a very particular role. And one of the things is we often overvalue it. So knowledge sounds pretty straightforward, right? But what does it actually mean in practice when we start to think a little bit about behavior change and innovation? It's common that we often mistake having knowledge for action. But there's a lot of examples out there that indicate that that isn't always true. And perhaps one of the most salient global issues is tobacco use. At present, there are more than 1.3 billion people in the world who use tobacco regularly, and you'd be hard-pressed to find a single person over the age of five that doesn't know that smoking cigarettes cause some harm to you, even if they might not know how much harm that is. Of those who currently smoke, half of them are likely to die from their behavior over the course of their lifetime if they continue. That means 8 million people every year die from cigarette use. While tobacco is among the most studied substances in the world, it still hasn't convinced billions of people to give up a particular habit. So knowledge is important, but we know it's not the only way to get someone to change. As innovators, we often know that we might need to do research, but we often don't do it. Yet we know what to do, but we might struggle in how to do it. As it turns out, knowing and doing are different things. There are also some issues that are tied to not just what we know, but how much we know about a particular topic. So when we think about some of the issues that we might face with knowledge with innovation, for example, is that there's process knowledge, which is the kind of knowledge we have for how to get things done. There's technical knowledge, which is specific knowledge around skills, tools, and their application. And then there's content knowledge. So that's knowledge about the particular topic that we're trying to address. Process knowledge might be how to organize a team. Technical knowledge might be how to use a particular piece of software. Content knowledge may be knowledge about the market 
or the particular problem of which your innovation is looking to solve. So while we might think about these three different types of knowledge, the other thing is, is that the the concentration of that knowledge in each one of those domains. So how much do we have? We often think mostly about having too little. So the idea is that we don't know enough about where to go, what to do. You might need to learn a little more. Innovation doesn't require that you know everything, but it does require that you know something. So, for example, if you're looking into children's mental health, you probably need to know a little bit about how children function and what services might already be in place. This is really where our background research comes in. So doing the kind of work to ask the questions about that content knowledge or trying to find ways to fill gaps in skills or process knowledge that we may not have. But oddly, there's also the issue of having too much. Research suggests that in many cases, experts can make some pretty terrible decisions when they know too much about a particular topic and are not necessarily clear on new ways of thinking about that particular piece of knowledge. So in an innovation context, we're usually doing something new. Very often, it's about working in a space where we don't know a lot, but sometimes we may have an enormous amount of background in a particular topic, and we do a lot of research on that to try and build up our knowledge. The case, if you recall from my last episode, I talked a little bit about generating a podcast, the first episode. One of the things I had actually was too much knowledge about certain things. The more I studied, the more confused I got. If had I had just a little bit of knowledge, I probably would have done a bit better. One of the other things that also comes from knowledge is that there's a bit of myth around innovation and change that says that you need to be an expert. Expertise helps to some degree, but the evidence seems to suggest that having too much expertise can actually be a limitation when it comes to innovation because oftentimes we have a degree of certainty around a particular subject of which it's still pretty new, at least new in a particular context. Ultimately, that's what innovation is all about. It's doing something new within a context. So one of the traps we find with knowledge in innovation work is the idea that you have to be really smart and experienced to innovate. Now, I'm both a big fan and a starch critic of what much has been written about in blogs, books, journals, and spoken about innovation on podcasts for this particular reason. In particular, my criticism comes from a large swath of creators out there who feel the need to highlight their qualifications in their stories or their case studies about innovation, even if they don't really make a lot of sense. So for example, I was recently reading a book, a very popular book on behavior change, and the author kept referring to her brilliant colleagues or her bright student or a leading expert on something and how they had a Harvard MBA or that this was a study that came out of Stanford University or something like that. While all of those things may be true and they may have some utility, what it does is create a mythology around expertise and knowledge and innovation. The truth is we innovate all the time. The key is to know what we know and know what we don't know. So by being aware of what you don't know, you're actually much more able to know what you need to know. I hope that makes some sense. So what having a knowledge can do is it can create confidence. And as we will see in a future episode, 
confidence is a big factor in producing change and guiding us through that innovation process. What we'll also see is that having too much of confidence can actually lead us to make some very faulty decisions and assumptions about what we're likely to see going forward. That limits our ability to make change happen. But that's for a future episode. So let's think a little bit about what we've learned today. So what we've learned is having knowledge is important, but it's not sufficient for innovation. Number two, we've learned that you can have too much and too little knowledge. If you don't know enough about what to do or where to go, one of the things you can do is to engage in some research. So you can start to acquire knowledge by asking people of things, going to the literature, reading, watching videos, those sorts of things. That's the way to remedy that. If you have too much of it, you'll often find yourself lost and confused. If you're drowning in information, then maybe one of the key things is to stop that research because too much can be just as harmful as not having enough. Third, you might have more knowledge than you realize. Because there's these three domains of knowledge that we need to innovate, these will come over time. You'll develop them all. You'll be able to develop process knowledge, technical knowledge, and content knowledge. And if you know enough about those, you'll know when you have it and when you don't. And when you don't, then it gives you a chance to ask some questions about how to get it. Bring these together and you're much more likely to succeed. I hope that you find some success and learn a little bit more about how to know more about making change happen. I'm Dr. Cameron Norman. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you next time. The Sense Making Innovation Podcast is a production of Sense Limited. Your strategic design and innovation firm, visit us on the web at www.sense with a C.ca.